All right, everybody, we're back with uh, Star Trek The Next Generation coverage. It's been a while, uh, or more than a while, from from your recording. And we're covering uh, Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1, Episode 25, I believe, uh, The Neutral Zone. And this is one uh, Max from Cards recommended, and... I've seen it before. I watched it a few more times. Then I did my notes. It opens with the first officer's log, not so not uh, so Riker's log, four one nine eighty six point zero. We see we have a beardless Riker o four o three o. I don't know what that stands for. I know they're going to Starbase seven one eight o four o three o. I don't know what that is. Uh, that might be notes about something else or something. We see an ancient capsule. They see an ancient, ancient, ancient camp capsule. It could be headed towards Kazisis binary system. Yeah, but somebody says, I think not Riker. Oh, he says it's a piece of space junk. Uh, oh, because Worf says, you want me to send it into Kazisis binary system? Or, or uh, adjust its heading so it doesn't get uh, destroyed. Uh, and Riker says, I think that's space garbage. Also, have a note here to look up about stuff about Worf in season one. The data standing very straight. I had a couple of data questions. I didn't have a chance to research on this. I mean, presumably he has actually excellent posture. Uh, do I need to readjust or weld? Request permission to uh, investigate. Uh, so you say, leave it be. Then they break because Captain Picard's off on a mission. Uh, he's going to be back in several hours. Data says, request permission to investigate this ancient vehicle. And Riker says, it's a derelict. Uh, why you want to know? And he, uh, Data says, history. This is history, yo. What, I'm curious about it. We got out of the time, don't we? And Riker says, you better be back before the captain gets back. And he goes, Worf, keep an eye on him. And they say, aye, sir. And then we see a shot of the capsule. Oh, that was what the capsule has 04, 03, and 02 on it. That was those numbers I said earlier. Because we see a shot of the capsule. They energize in. There could have been a dot matrix printer on the left side of the where they energize in. Solar Geminar. Oh, solar generator. Worf glares when he looks at the computer. He did research kind of computers at the time of when this episode came out, which was 1987. Uh, so we'll talk about that later. Uh, there's a clanging that gets Worf's attention. Uh, then he says, he tries to open the door. He says, it must be the seal stuck or something. Uh, and I don't know if Data was showing how strong he was or that you just use the, the handle because he opens the door without a problem. I put what question mark. Uh, it's a bit like the video game fall to the outs. Uh, and there's frost on the glass. There's capsules where you do a long sleep. Uh, acoustic paneling inside. I said, that's nice. Uh, like sound absorption panels. Uh, we get some Disney music and bells as they look in the different ones. Uh, O2's running running close to empty, I think. That's what my handwriting says. Uh, then uh, Worf says, Commander, look at this. And then there's like a Dis- Disney theme park music uh, on the Discovery. 
And then the, there's the episode. Oh, the episode opens the neutral zone. And they found three people. There's some mystery music. They're sleeping right now. Data's talking extremely loud. Like he's doing, like, it caught my attention. He's doing loud talking, just him and Worf. And uh, I said, well, somebody, maybe Data has to go in for a hearing test. Uh, Refrigeration, something Geordi, shuttle's coming. They say, the captain, uh uh-oh, oh, no, everybody get back, Uh, Data. I don't know what this is. This is my handwriting. I'm not trying to be funny. We got some poop circles. Do it quick. So let me look through here. Yeah, let's see. They find, uh, oh, yeah, they're on extended journey. Uh, what, what, are, what are they? Why are they here? These are just for refrigeration only. Uh, captain's shuttle's approaching. Number one, I want to get underway. We'll make the data get back here. Unusual situation. Uh, we got three peeps. Uh, and we need to bring him back. Data or Gregor says, you're going to bring him back here. And Data says, yeah, we got to. Uh, do it quick. Uh, I don't know. We got some poop circles. That's really what my handwriting says. It has nothing to do with anything. It's probably something else. Uh, but I don't have no clue. Oh, poop, pe- people. Oh, that's what it was. It was a joke. Uh, wasn't as funny as what I thought it was. Uh, Peepsicles, uh, that's what I, the joke I wrote, that I couldn't read my handwriting. We got some three peepsicles. Uh, do it quick, captain on the bridge. Uh, Picard starts, he says, give us, we'll forge uh, 8058173, got it. Uh, and then he says, number one, we got to have a staff meeting. And Jordy kind of questions. He goes, he goes, that's the neutral zone, boss. Uh, he goes, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in charge. Uh, he goes, uh, uh, warp factor eight, nicer, warp factor eight, engage. Uh, all business, that's what I said. That is correct. Uh, he says, save it for a staff meeting. What are you doing talking in front of the people that uh, come on? Kurt stands during the staff meeting, his arms like hugging the chair. He says, yeah, we got an assignment here. We're missing some outposts. Can't find them. No communication. Uh, And they say Romulans. Uh, And they say, yeah, that's it. There haven't been any talks since the Tomit incident. Uh, That was 50 years ago. We haven't heard anything from a Romulan. And Rick says, well, remember, this is all rumor or conjecture. Send on ship. Oh, the strategic, uh, whatever that Starfleet or whatever says, they're going to send one ship to Enterprise. Uh, and they say it's a gamble. Uh, send us out your first encounter. It could be a setup. Uh, uh, Riker says, let's assume that. And Picard says, uh, well, we're not going to, we're not really there to use force. We're there to establish relations. Uh, so if we use force, we failed. And if we can't establish relations, we have to convince them of our resolve. Uh, it, it looks like they're the ones seeking trouble, and we don't want to give them that. We want to really know what they really want. We want to get to the bottom of this. Uh, give me a full profile. Uh, 19 hours and 28 minutes will be there. Okay, let's have a meeting in six hours. Stay sharp. Uh, Qualcomm, no ball shard. I don't know what that means. 
Oh, he says, any questions? No one has any. Uh, so then, all star card to Crusher. Uh, oh, Ricard goes to see Crusher. She go, he, she he says, so what is it, Doctor? She goes, it's the people from the capsule. He goes, capsule people? WTF? Uh, she goes, we thawed them out, the peepsicles. Uh, he goes, I don't even know what you're talking about. D- data. Uh, she goes, I didn't know what to do. They're all sleeping. Uh, they had some minor stuff we fixed on all of them. Uh, now back of them, tart, tart, frozen after, WTF. Uh, yeah, it made me wonder, what's the lifespan, current lifespan on uh, Next Generation? They said, oh, people used to worry about the big farm back then. Uh, now, you know, that's one of the silly things those 20, 21st century people did, 20th century. And I guess it worked. Uh, data, get up here. He goes, look, I'm never critical of people being curious, uh, but they were already at the big farm. Uh, data said it seemed like the proper thing to do. He goes, we'll have to treat them like they're humans. Uh, and he calls Warfin. Repeat to their no-choice wake-up builder. Let's see. So they say, okay, well, oh, before you wake them up, get uh, Worf up here. They're going to be awake soon. We got no other choice. So then Beverly wakes one of them up. Uh, she kind of, the woman who wakes up, she's kind of smiling, like with a kind of dopey look on her face. You know, like she just woke up from a big sleep, uh, she kind of smiles at a couple people until she sees Worf. Then she falls back asleep and there's comedy music. Uh, and they say, welcome to the 24th century. And then there's more discs, more comedy. I think Data says, I checked the discs. Uh, uh, this, oh, uh, oh, about different things. You, you watch it. Uh, one of the other, per, uh, see, so that was, uh, um, Claire, Claire Raymond. Then you have Ralph Offenhouse, uh, Lisk Fine, uh, Lisk Fine. I don't know what that means. 55, maybe that was it. A rich dude. And then LQ Sonny, Sonny Clemens, uh, he doesn't even have a file. Some, he's a musician or something. And also he's in the club Scoots is in, uh, Too Afraid to Live, uh, too scared to not, you know, uh, why, oh, why, this is a question. I mean, it, it, it's answered actually at the time I asked, why isn't Troy up there? Uh, he calls in number one. He goes, number one, you got to deal with this stuff. Uh, he's so irritated, but Cardi uh, pulls his shirt down and he says, keep them out of my way. Then Picard explains there in blue one, two, three, six, four. Data looks over his shell as a, what is that? Let me see what happens. So you keep him out of my way. Riker's trying to explain everything to the people. And they're all dressed in blue. Okay, that's what that blue thing says. Uh, I don't know what 12364 means. Uh, 2364, that must be the year in their terms. Uh Data looks over his shell at a, what is that? Uh, we're on the vessel. Oh, they say, what is this, a U.S. ship? They say, no, no, United Federations of Planets. Earth's a member of that. Oh, yeah, 2364. 
You're all in excellent health. Uh, worked. What are you? Android. Is that a robot? No, there's differences between those two. Uh, what about a oh, wharf they talk about? That would be a little bit more. Uh, they say, is this some sort of hallucination? No, 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 this is real. Uh, I love it when Data says hooey. One of the dude, oh, let's see, I got ahead of myself. Klingon, 370 years ago, this was a long shot. A hooey. I love it. Data says hooey. I loved that moment. That's probably one of the high moments of the thing. And uh, let's see, they talk, I don't know, there's a lot of exposition, pride, thorns, uh, shade. Uh, so uh, Claire throws some shade on her husband, Donald. Uh, Ralph Humblebrags, uh, they say this whole thing you get, well, you, this was a fad after the you know, popularity of the game falling out. Uh, he says, I got to make a phone call, I'll read the Wall Street Journal. They say, What are you talking about, dude? Take it slowly. Then we cut to Troy. The reason why Troy wasn't there is because she's busy researching the Romulans and uh, covering that with the uh, card. Oh, Data says, hooey, hogwash, malarkey, jive, an intentional fabrication. Uh, so let's see, Troy says there's a little, very little on the Romulans. Uh, extremes, uh, you know, can be nice and then not nice, related to the Vulcans, but different, very curious. Belief beyond superiority beyond arrogance, uh, fascinated with humans, uh, uh, but they don't initiate anything, so you have to commit yourself. Uh, their card goes, Oof, good to know. Counter, okay. Uh, counter measures, uh, data shows, uh, how to use the food, uh, whatever that thing's called. Uh, he's teaching Sonny how to use the food thing, uh, he said he gets a uh, drink, and I said, "Is that a real drink or a fake drink?" Uh, then there's twang music. Uh, cut on the TV, he says. Uh, something delusion, sir. Stopped in 2040. TV did. That's not good for us. Uh, it's not that long off. And they say boring. This is like modern kids without the internet. You kind of Riker laughs. Uh, they say, I got to get to the bridge. The dude, the rich dude says, with whom? He even uses proper, with whom are you speaking? Because uh, the card calls in on the speaker. And he goes, the captain. The guy goes, well, I'm rich, man. I'm, I'm used to, like, talking to captains. Uh, you ever heard of Captain Steubing? Right. Uh, and they go, is that the one from that show? He goes, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but they say, yeah, let's get the boss in here. And then the the, uh, the sunny guy, he says, Data, we got to hang later. Like, he's using, like, uh, he's using all sorts of slang, which Data likes. Uh, captain, good. All up to the captain. Oh, the guy, rich guy says, I got to call Geneva. And Riker says, I'll pass it along. Data and Riker walk in the hallway, talk. They throw some shade on the 21st century. They say, if this was about, these were the people in the 21st century, I don't need to get over there. Unusual humans. Uh, then they check in, they're back in the ready room. Uh, Picard says, I want to report. They're six hours out in the neutral zone. Uh, six hours away. No 
nine outposts. I don't know what that says. Uh, can't get a hold of anybody. Any of the oh, any of the nine outposts. Uh, they're all gone. Uh, we have to uh, consider information we have about the Romulans is out of date. Data says. Uh, they say, okay, well, uh, what, what are they, is, uh, are the Romulans trying to start something? The Enterprise, the says, well, no, with the Federation, but, you know, they're, they're sending the best, of course. That's, uh, Riker grab, you know, pulls up his palette or whatever, what do you call those things, his lapels. Picard says, what do you recommend? He goes, nah, I think we should assume the initiative. Worf says, I agree with Riker. This is it. We got to seize the day. Carpe diem. Picard says data. And data says, well, that's based on one premise, uh, the intent of the Romulans. If the premise is sound, the proposal is. And I thought Sherlock Holmes would have liked that. Uh, maybe. Uh, let's see. LaForge says, but if their intent isn't, you know, trouble, then what is it? Uh, then the rich dude just calls on the speaker, Captain Picard, uh, Ralph Offenhouse here, and Picard's not happy. Ralph calls, I said, uh, talks about the QE2, the lie when, when Picard rolls in, Picard rolls in on him. He goes, excellent, I've been waiting to talk to you. Oh, first, Ricard says, number one, did you give him permission to contact? I said, don't you guys have PIN numbers on this thing or like touch ID or face ID? So Picard goes, uh, uh, first, oh, the first he's still talking back and forth to talk about the QE2. He goes, this isn't a cruise ship. Uh, and he demands a phone or radio. Uh, he goes, I got to make contact with my firm. And Picard goes, those things are for official ship business. Uh, and the guy goes, well, how come you don't need a PIN number? Like Scoot said, they said, uh, people are exercise self-discipline here, except for you. And he goes, we've got a lot going on, not just you three. We're dealing with something. Uh, and he goes, I don't care, man. This is the ego talking. And he goes, I'm cognizant of where I am and when. It's simply, I'm, you know, I'm not like a, because I'm upper class. You're working class, military. And Ricard is kind of dealing with this nonsense. He goes, a lot has changed. He goes, people aren't obsessed with accumulation of things. No hunger, no need for, for possessions. We've grown out of our infancy, you infant. Uh, and the guy goes, it's not about possessions. It's about uh, control. And Ricard goes, control's an illusion. And I couldn't tell if this was like a parallel conversation for the Romulans, because uh, I'm not like uh, my intellect isn't on that level, but I think it might be. Other than, oh, I said, other than kids being on the ship, this must be like Picard's like uh, worst day as far as like, why do I got to deal with this? Uh, and then he says, Troy, you got to come up here and help these people adjust, uh, get these people under control. We cannot continue forward their distractions. Uh, Captain Scenic Station 5, uh, let me see, they must have been coming up, uh, or something, and then Troy talks to Claire for a little while, uh, in the hall, oh, this is when he runs into Troy, uh, then Troy talks to the, uh, country dude, Wade, I don't know who Wade is, I don't think there is any Wade. 
But she kind of tries to calm everybody down. Oh, no, that's not Troy. That's, uh, uh, oh, the guy wants, yeah, he's trying to get some uh, RX from uh, Crusher, Sonny. Uh, grading palm jam pond music, mom. Painting behind them with red craters. Oh, when Troy's talking to Claire, there's a cool painting behind her with red craters. LQ, big wand, birch marble. Oh, in his room, there's a big marble sculpture. Oh, because he gets data sent to his room. Uh, And he goes, hey, what's up? He goes, I want to have a party. Suds and sounds. Uh. And he goes, you're doing good. He goes, yeah, I like to party, man. It's just the same dance, different tune. I need a guitar. And Data goes, I could replicate one. And he goes, okay, get get it to me, man. You're sack it to me. And they say, Data, we're near the neutral zone, by the way. Data goes, I got to get out of here. The guy goes, what's the neutral zone? He goes, I didn't know if this was actually, he goes, a buffer between the Romulan Empire and the Federation. I liked how it was just tucked in there because is that not, he goes, are you going to have Romulans at this party? He goes, no, that wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, something to do. Same dance, different tune. Neutral zone. No Romulans at the party. There's some music. Uh, Captain's log supplemental with the neutral zone. There's no bases. We can, can't find a trace of them at all, period, which is weird. Uh, and we show the crew talking about it. Couldn't have been any technology we know about. Uh, some great force uh, with ins- inf- insufficient information uh, to figure out. Could it be natural or something? Uh, you say, let's go to the next station. Uh, then the old rich guy is there, which was weird. I mean, the way the episode pays off, uh, he's buzzing around. Uh, Mind your own business. Uh, oh, that's he's with the uh, LQ or whatever. And LQ says, mind your own business, because he's like talking trash about the ship and everything. He goes, I'm an expert at negotiations. He goes, they're just trying to do their jobs. We don't need them swimming in our soup. Uh, NYOB. And he goes, I'm not letting my fate be decided by others. Uh, I got to go. What's going on? Uh, grabs guitar, pattern replicator. Uh, the rich guy storms out. Terrat nine, in conduit identical. Uh, conditions identical. Uh, everything's out. Uh, Riker wants to go to red alert. Uh, he says, "Well, that's a little bit more defensive than uh, I think." I don't know. I don't want to send the wrong message. Uh, and War says, yeah, let's go to Red Alert. He goes, well, uh, no rash actions. He says, uh, we still have three other stops. Uh, let's proceed in a calm and orderly manner. Riker says, well, how about Yellow Alert? He goes, that would be prudent. Make it so. Uh, the rich dude, Ralph's walking around. He figures out how to use the lifts, lift, uh, voice activation. And uh, let's see. Worf, you can't get we shoulder up Riker, Captain. Wait. Uh, let's see. He goes up. Uh, Worf says, there's something coming, large and moving. Can't get a view. view. Shields up. Uh, 
Riker wants to boot up. He says, let's wait. Let's let them, we don't want them to read our intent. Uh, then they'll take a similar posture. Riker says, we got sufficient out evidence. Uh, so does Worf. Uh, here it goes, no. Then they say, well, it's weakening. They're gone. Uh, and we lost him. Picard says, D double A to the MN. Uh, and he goes, where, he goes, where are they? And then he goes, uh, they go, they must have worked on their cloaking. But Picard goes, yeah, they wanted to see our intent. Uh, and then Ralph's there. He says, who in the heck, why do we, you know, and they see R- Riker goes, get him off the bridge. He goes, no, he, he, like he literally, there's like two security people. He says, no, no shields up. That's what I couldn't read. Do sneaks on board. Negative, uh, Jordy. What does that mean? Because uh, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, then the ship comes in. The Romulan ship materializes. Uh, they can't believe they're seeing it. Uh, and uh, because it's stay calm, open hailing frequencies. Uh, got our answer. Dude, who are they? Too often... Can't get him off the bridge. Oh, two officers can't get that dude off the bridge. Uh, Captain, they're back. Uh, a green, the green colored ship comes in. They take a goes to a commercial break. Uh, amazing. Never thought I'd be this close. And they hail, and then he says, "It's John Luke Picard." Uh, and Picard says, they say they're armed. He goes, yeah, but they haven't done anything. Picard knows they're not going to take the initiative, I guess. Uh, and one dude says, I'm Commander Tabak. Uh, Picard goes, what are you doing on the side of neutral zone? This is Federation tur- turf. Uh, and other dude says, uh, or the other Romulan says it was necessary. Picard goes, it could be aggression. And they go, if we were aggression, you'd know it. Uh, and they want to do stuff for the right reason. We're here because our outposts are missing too. And missing in the same way yours are. Morf says, well, what gives you the right uh, to come this far? And they say, silence your dog. Uh, Gerd goes, answer the question. And they go, well, what are you asking us questions for? And they go, well, do you think we did it? And they go, no, too technologically advanced. Uh, Picard goes, who's responsible? They, they, and Ralph, uh, they don't know why they give him this role. He says, they don't know. They're hoping you know, but they're too arrogant to ask. Uh, Ian Riker goes, you're out of line, mister. But Picard goes, he's right, unfortunately. And they go, we don't know. Uh, why are all these outposts missing? Picard goes, how about in a proposal? And they say an alliance, no way. And he goes, nothing so grandiose, just cooperation. We'll just share info about this. Uh, and they go, okay. And this one issue sounds good, only if it's convenient. And then they say, Picard, you're you're a thoughtful man. I'll tell you that. Uh, we've had more matters, more urgent. Uh, and we shouldn't have been dropped our guard down. Federation expanded. Our outposts vanished. Uh, We've been negligent, but no more. We're back. Uh, and uh, they say, we don't let, you know, they're still kind of saying, and then the Picard goes, get this old rich guy off my bridge. It's uh, so a pretty good, a really good scene. 390, 39.15. Uh, there's a good look. Uh, 
Uh, so Riker and Picard look. Uh, then get the dude off my bridge. And Troy like has like uh, one of those like genealogy sites up uh, for Claire. She finds like her great 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 wait great 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 grandson named it Donald too. Like her husband. Uh, maybe they could have find you know find each other. Uh, then Picard has a proposal. Uh, he, he says, you can't stay on the enterprise, uh, but we're going to mend up with the Charleston. They're heading to earth. They'll drop you off. Uh, and the rich guy says, what about, I don't have any, I don't have any rich stuff. How am I going to, he goes, uh, material needs no longer exist. And this is like the end of the season. Remember? So he says, well, what's the challenge then? And Picard says, a challenge, Mr. Offenhouse, is to improve yourself, to enrich yourself, and to enjoy it. Uh, and then the country guy goes, no one's going to remember all my antics. Uh, and he goes, what if you say, I mean, this would be great fan fiction, because he says, Data, why don't you come with me be my side man? And Data says, that does offer, does that offer does present a, a certain fascination. Uh, then our bridge, Jordy says, well, we could, uh, take him to our loft nine to be faster, uh, because Charleston's going to be there for a while. Oh no, Starbase 39, Sierra in five days. It saved them months. Uh, Kirk goes, they need the extended time. They're not ready for earth. Uh, and Rick goes, pretty, we can't take the pity. We can't take them ourselves. It's like having a visit from the past. Uh, and Picard says that would take us in the wrong direction. Our mission is to go forward, and it's just begun. Set velocity, warp six, Mr. LaForge. And Jordy says, I sir, warp six. He goes, there's still much to do, still so much to learn. Mr. Forge, Mr. LaForge, excuse me, engage. And there was kind of like some music like Superman. And I don't know how long the season break was for, or if they were, already knew they had a second season, but a really strong ending. And, uh, yeah, that's how the episode ends. Now, a few things that came up. One was Riker's beard. I found two things. I didn't realize it was, uh, on the, uh, Urban Dictionary. So over at UrbanDictionary.com, there's Riker's beard, a euphemism for a moment in time, and typically in pop culture, when something that was lackluster or underachieving surprisingly became much better and exciting, uh, which, like, uh, Thought that Riker's beard coincided with the show hitting a real good stride. Also, they say Heather Locklear joining Melrose Place was that show's Riker's beard moment. Uh, all of them are like uh, hard to follow, but uh, yeah, just like it's the opposite, I guess, of uh, Jump the Shark. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Then there's a, a article from SciFi.com. That's why FY.com. Or an excerpt from an interview uh, with uh, Jonathan Frakes about uh, why Roddenberry wanted Riker to have a beard. And let's see. It talks about the Star Trek, the next generation, uh, Blu-rays, the second renaissance of the show, uh, the actors being interviewed. This is uh, by the articles or the interviews, Danny Roth, January 14th, 2013. And because we got to find out this fun fact, the Riker beard, oh, they talk about that uh, thing. But how did it come to be? 
uh, Frakes grew the beard during the writer strike that took place between seasons one and two. Uh, but when Gene Roddenberry felt it should stick around, uh, Gene said, Jonathan, I love the beard. It'll be nautical. We'll shape it. And that way it'll be decorative. Uh, and yeah, I think they have actually a video interview with him. So uh, I'll link to that. They did just want to follow Worf a little bit here. Yeah, let's see. Family history. I just wanted to go storylines, backstory. Uh, Worf was assigned to USS Enterprise D in 2364. Relief Flight Control and Tactical Officer, Lieutenant Junior Grade. Uh, but the next year, so that would be season two, he became uh, acting chief of security. And then the next year after that, he was transferred to the operations division and made formal, oh, acting chief of security, then formal chief of security. Uh, so that was just like why he's dressed a little bit differently. Uh, it just caught my eye. Derelict, here's a nice SAT word, probably in the earlier part said derelict, D-E-R-E-L-I-C-T, it's an adjective, uh, abandoned by owner or occupant or uh, lacking a sense of duty, or as a noun, in this case, in this show, something voluntarily abandoned, or a tract of land left dry by receding water, uh, derelict. Also, derelict dialect is a, a, a third base. I don't know if that's I think it's their first album, maybe, uh, with Prime Minister Pete Nice. Uh, let's see. I, I, sir. This one I had to look up on Wikipedia. It's a phrase commonly heard in present-day na- naval language, and uh, I, just one. It came in, I, A, Y, E, came in the English language of the 16th century or early, to, early 17th, meaning yes or so. Uh, it was also used as formal for voting in the House of Commons. Uh, the most common use of I, I, sir, in naval, meaning a water has been received, understood, and will be carried out immediately. Oh, so it's like I, I, sir, received, understood, and will, oh, so it has, uh, Different than yes, which could just mean civil agreement without an intention to act. Uh, I, I, I understand and will comply. Yeah, it's interesting. I was glad we, I'm glad we looked that up. Okay, pulled a few articles here about timeline of computing in 1987 uh, when this show came out, when, this episode, when these episodes first aired, because I was just thinking about the... Uh, I don't know, just we used to disk drives and stuff, and I was like, where were we in 87? Uh, so the Mac 2 and the Mac SE were released March 2nd, uh, and uh, so they probably did have 3.5-inch drives. The IBM PS slash 2 was also introduced in April, and yeah, they had the 3.5-inch drives or 3.5-inch drives, uh, which could, stro- could store 1.44 megabits is on the less expensive amount only 720k uh acorn archimedes in the uk uh let's see what else we had uh some sound cards uh compacts started getting vga oh wow vga came out in 1987 wow okay uh 
So that was from Wikipedia. There's also computerhope.com, Computer History 1987. CompuServe uh, introduced the GIF standard, the GIF standard in 1987. Uh, Texas Instruments developed DLP, which is used in TVs today. I think maybe not anymore, though, in 87. Uh, Woz, Steve Wozniak left Apple February 6, 1987. First South by Southwest. Uh, first version of Microsoft Microsoft Excel. Oh, the first ARM processor, Acorn, Acorn Archimedes. Microsoft shares were 100 bucks. Uh, first email uh, from China was sent to Germany September 20th. Uh, oh, this was when if you there's if you ever seen Criminal Live, that it was in 1987 with the Max Hedrum thing. Uh, Apple HyperCard, Microsoft Works. Uh, so it's a little bit more. I wanted to look at pricing though. Let's see. So this is PCWorld.com. Uh, Benji Edwards, uh, 25 years of the IBM PS2. There's a little, it's a good little history article. I just wanted to talk on the price, uh, though. The four initial models uh, that came out in April 87 launch were uh, the Model 30, the Model 50, the Model 60, and the Model 80. It ranged dramatically in power and price, and low in the 30, which was like a PCXT. I think we had a PC Cologne, PCXT Cologne. Oh, yeah, 8086 CPU, 8 megahertz, 640K of RAM, 20 megabyte hard drive, and it costs $2,300, which would be about $4,600 in 2012. Uh, in the high end, the Model 80, it was, uh, it, would, it did cost 11 Gs, which is like 22 Gs. So, uh, and neither one came with an operating system. You had to buy PC DOS 3.3 for about 120 bucks. So there's a little bit about computing. There's I looked up frosted glass. I ended up not looking up the right thing though, uh, because I was thinking of like frost on glass. Uh, but, um, this, you know, it's always interesting to find out what comes up. So let me see. Frosted glass. What else do we have? The Tomad instrument. So, yeah, frosted glass. Let's see. We got frosted glass uh, produced by sand blasting or uh, acid etching of a clear sheet of glass. A pitted surface on one side, rendering the glass uh, translucent by scattering the light and blurring images. This is what you would use in your bathroom, right? Uh, so, just an interesting... I don't know. I, I, I looked it up. The Tomit incident. This was. This is memory dash alpha fandom dot com. Uh, Tomit incident was a confrontation between. Oh, I, I hit the wrong button here. Uh, the United Federations of Planets and the Romulan Star Empire in twenty three eleven, which led to the signing of the Treaty of Algernon which banned the Federation from using cloaking devices in the withdrawal of the Romulan government until 2364. Uh, it might have a, con a connection to the Beta Quadrant Star Tomid. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, in a couple of uh, books, um, which in that story, it was a staged thing. 
uh, where the Romulan ship, the Tomid, like uh, stopped accidentally uh, on a Federation base. Um, and when Quantum Singularity confi- Confinement of uh, Tomid failed, uh, well, it took out 13 Starfleet outposts and the USS Agamemnon. And uh, all the bases were, oh, but in reality, all the bases were empty and rigged to emit false life signs. Uh, uh, it sounds like a big cover-up on Starfleet. Uh, interesting. I don't know. So you could read more about it uh, in one of those two books uh, that are in the link. Another SAT word, conjecture, C-O-N-J-E-C-T-U-R-E, noun. An inference formed without proof or sufficient evidence. We're pretty familiar with that nowadays. Uh, or a conclusion deduced by surmise or guesswork. Or a proposition as in mathematics before it has been proved or disproved. Uh, it could also mean obsolete. Uh, conjecture also is a verb uh, is to arrive at or deduce by guesswork or to make conjectures. Uh, conjecture, don't conjecture me, bruh. Uh, here's what I, here's a couple of pieces of tidbits. I wanted to look up the lifespan. Uh, this is from Memory Alpha Wiki too. Wikia uh, humanoids was known to vary. Comparative lifespans, swarming moths of Gona 4, Bajorans. I'm just looking up. I want to know humans and Terrans. The average, okay, here we go. The average human lifespan uh, had greatly increased uh, during the 20th century. 22nd century was 100 years. Still roughly the same during 2250, but was 120. 120 years by mid 24th century. Uh, so, and Leonard McCoy had reached 137 and by 2364. So, that's just my general question when they're talking about the big farm there. Uh, alcohol, like, like, cause, uh, whatever that, Sonny Clemens or whatever wanted some alcohol. Uh, alcohol is a colorless liquid chemical. This is also from memory alpha at fandom.com. Uh, is from uh, due to its uh, emboldening effects called liquid courage. Vulcans don't drink wine and don't drink alcohol. Uh, let's see. In the 24th century, alcohol was often replaced by synthol, which had all the properties of alcohol without the del- deleterious effects. Oh, Starfleet replicators could uh, produce real alcohol. Okay, so that was my main question was uh, if that guy was drinking real alcohol. He could have been. We don't have a total definite yes or no. And then finally, the Queen Elizabeth II came up, uh, also called the QE2, floating hotel, retired ocean liner, uh, built for the Cunard Line, uh, was operated as a transatlantic liner and cruise ship from 1969 to 2008. Uh, since April 2018, have been a floating hotel in Dubai. Was designed to provide transatlantic service from her home port of Southampton, UK, to New York. Uh, named after the earlier ship RMS Queen Elizabeth, uh, which was she. This ship uh, 
served as the uh, flagship from 1969 until it was succeeded by the RMS Queen Mary II in 2004. It was designed in uh, Cunard's uh, offices in Liverpool and Southampton, built in Clyde's Bank, Scotland. She was considered one of the last great transatlantic ocean liners until Queen Mary II entered service. It was also the last oil-fired passenger steamship to cross the Atlantic in scheduled liner service until she was retrofitted with a diesel power plant in 86 to 87. Undertook regular world cruises during 40 years of service. This is all from Wikipedia. Uh, she undertook regular world cruises during 40 years of service, uh, predominantly as a cruise ship. Uh, had no running mate, never ran a year-round transatlantic service. Uh, did continue the tradition of regular scheduled transatlantic service crossings every year. Uh, was never a Royal Mail ship. Uh, retired in uh, 20- November 27, 2008. Uh, uh, private uh, part of Dubai world, maybe. Uh, let's see. Yeah, though it took a while. Uh, let's see. In 57, uh, it was obvious transatlantic tra- travel was becoming dominated by air travel due to low cost and speed. At that time, it was 50 50. And the increase in air, like uh, they had the Boeing 707 and 58. Uh, and it was becoming more and more expensive to operate some of these ships. Uh, uh, but despite revenues, they didn't want to get, Cunard did not want to give up its traditional role. Uh, so it decided to uh, replace its uh, aging, aging ships with a new ocean liner, the Q3. Uh, let's see, anything else? Uh, two engine, uh, well, there's a lot more. I mean, you could link to it and check it out. Uh, really interesting, you know, all this history and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, welcome back uh, to the crew of the Enterprise. Good to be back with you. Good night.